Broadcasting across the galaxy, you're listening to Radio Dakar, a Star Wars podcast dedicated to the animated series Star Wars Resistance. Alright, hello everyone, and welcome to the latest edition of Radio Dakar. I'm your host, Doug Brooks, and this is a non-spoiler review of Master and Apprentice by Claudia Gray and Dooku Jedi Lost by Kevin Scott. I know that normally I've concentrated on sequel era material here on Radio Dakar, but uh, these two uh, pieces of work uh, were um, too good to pass up to talk about. One of them, uh, of course, is a novel. The other is a, totally an audiobook, and I think that's really cool. I'll get into why I, I, re- I really enjoy that aspect of it. But I mostly wanted to talk about it because I think this is what is being set up for the next wave of Star Wars storytelling. Once they finish with the sequel era and we get some background materials, um, I'm sure Resistance will uh, keep going a little bit further. And there'll be there'll be novels and comic books to fill in that 30-year gap, but I think after that they're going to start to work their way backwards, and this was our first hint of that. And I just, again, no, it's non-spoiler. I will not get into specific details that ruin the experience for you, but uh, there is stuff to talk about in very broad strokes. So I'll do that for the duration of this episode. Again, Master and Apprentice, uh, written by Claudia Gray. I. Uh, listen to the audiobook version, which was read by Jonathan Davis, and then uh, Dooku Jedi Lost, uh, again, was an audio presentation uh, scripted by Kevin Scott, but done by a full voice cast. And it did feel very much to me like the old Star Wars radio dramas, where they, for those of you who don't know about this, and I talked about it I might have talked about it on my first episode when I was talking about my experience with Star Wars. Uh, Back in the early 80s, they did, uh, I think through NPR, audio versions of New Hope and The Empire Strikes Back with a full cast uh, to be broadcast on the radio, uh, which is a callback to, you know, long long ago when they would do, uh, like, um, Agatha Christie-type mysteries and other types of radio drama. Uh, if you've seen A Christmas Story, you know, it's like the um, the Little um, little Orphan Annie and um, the other show that Ralphie didn't care about. You know, just stuff like that. Uh, so, you know, and they, add in, they added in the sound effects. Um, all, all the radio dramas, by the way, are available on Audible, which is where I, I get my um, Star Wars listening experiences. So these are accessible now. I've, I only listened to them just a couple of years ago. Um, but they did... Uh, the first two movies adapted. Uh, it filled in a lot of gaps. Like A New Hope has tons of the Anchorhead material at the beginning, um, just stuff like that. Uh, Mark Hamill uh, was on it, but most of the other people were other uh, voice actors um, who came aboard to do the roles. They wound up doing Return of the Jedi in the mid '90s just to complete the trilogy. So it, it, it's an it's an important part of Star Wars history. Uh, you know, it's not not canon. Uh, they actually have a. If you want to know what like the original thought for Rogue One was uh, about how they got the Death Star plans, that's in there. But um, but, but Dooku Jedi Lost is like that, and I'm so glad that 
they decided to do this project, and I hope they do some more of it. Um, it was just an enjoyable experience. Uh, if you run it at regular speed, it's about six hours. Uh, thereabouts. Um, but I will. I, I'm going to kind of combine my review here because these books complement each other so well. And Kevin has mentioned on Twitter that he collaborated with Claudia. In some cases, they talked about, uh, you know, connecting threads. And I'll get into that. Uh, they, if you're going to absorb one of these, you need to do both because um, they build on each other so well and it tells a great story. Um, but I'm just going to run through some the high points of why I love these love these well I'll call them both books um, but Master and Apprentice uh, takes place about eight years before the Phantom Menace and it involves a mission uh, undertaken by Qui-Gon and his 17 year old apprentice Obi-Wan at the time Dooku Jedi Lost is told in the like the, the present uh, is told from the Clone Wars era uh, it's in I'm using uh, quotation marks, bunny ears. Um, it's narrated by Asajj Ventress. Uh, so if you love that character, she's the main main character in many ways uh, as she's finding out about Dooku. Um, it, it also makes this a great companion piece to um, Dark Disciple uh, by Christy Golden about uh, Asajj and uh, Quinlan Boss. Um, but as Asajj is researching... Dooku's history, it takes place over the course of about, you know, we don't know how old Dooku is, but assuming he's about 70 in Attack of the Clones, uh, you're looking at about 60 years of history. So that means this goes back you know, 60-ish years before Episode 1. So it's pre-prequel material and you get more insight into the state of the galaxy at the time and on both in both books and uh, what the Jedi uh, philosophy was like you know before the threat of the Sith came back um, there's the things they touch on that they refer to in the distant past that I think we'll we'll learn more about later um, they talk about the Jedi mystics who were the ones who created these prophecies of course we know about the chosen one prophecy and I will not spoil what the prophecies are uh, because, yeah, you will you you will be shocked. Um, but when you find out about those, those are master and apprentice mostly. Um, but both both material uh, get into that a lot. Um, but they refer to the Jedi mystics who created these prophecies and put them in the holocrons. Um, uh, the one of the organizations in Master and Apprentice. Um, that serves for plot purposes is called the Zerka Corporation and they're referred to as being around for a very long time perhaps lo longer than the Republic or the Jedi so you're know, talking like you know, a thousand year corporation um, I'm very fascinated by that that you know yes we got the Trade Federation and the, and the Mining Guild and all these other ones that were um, important in the prequels and the Trade Federation, uh, in some form or another, is mentioned in Dooku. Um, but just the references to the Mystics and the Zerka Corporation being so ancient, I think if they go back and do 
old republics, any sort of material that far back, I think both of these things could be major players. Again, tons of talk about prophecy and visions. Um, of course, we know how Qui-Gon felt about that, and it helps to build on what we saw in Phantom Menace and later on. But I was just fascinated by the look at, in both books at the 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 Jedi and what they were like in total peacetime, even though they're dealing with uh, pirates and um, shady organizations that are trying to uh, get a foothold in certain uh, areas. Um, but and we saw this on the Clone Wars that you have the Seekers who are the ones who found force-sensitive children in their infancy and brought them to the temple uh, to become Jedi. And we, you know, we find out more about them. And also, after digesting both of these books, you, you have an understanding of why the Jedi regard age and attachment so seriously as far as new Padawans and who they train why they were so concerned about Anakin. You know, I won't give away um, exactly who, but in Master and Apprentice, there's a... the focus is on the age of people brought into the temple. Uh, about, you know, how old is too old. You know, I'll give you a hint, Anakin is way too old, based on what we find out here. And it's really fascinating stuff, so you understand their justification in, in, their, in their apprehension in The Phantom Menace. Also, Dooku gets more into attachment and you know, knowing where, remembering where you're from and all this. Um, how that can conflict a Jedi. Um, so, just I'm so glad we're delving into this now and both Claudia and Kevin uh, did a great job with a deep dive into it. Um, just a remark about the um, the audio presentation. Again, I did the audiobook as I typically do uh, for Master and Apprentice. It was read by Jonathan Davis, who, and if you, backing up a little bit, Claudia Gray. I mean, I've talked about her before. She wrote Princess uh, of Alderaan, the Leia book. She wrote Bloodline, another Leia book in the sequel era. She also did. The um, she did Lost Stars too. Man, she's on a roll. Okay, yeah, Claudia Gray is just awesome. Um, and she also did in from a certain point of view the Qui Gon and Obi Wan side story during the time of A New Hope. Um, and if you're wondering what, yes, I mean yeah, Qui Gon talks to Obi Wan as a spirit. Um, so she had kind of set. A foundation there to talk about these two characters and she just delivered in this book and Jonathan Davis read that part of from a certain point of view he was the narrator for her section so it blended in well that he would do this novel he, he, he does um, Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan very well and then with Dooku it's a full cast each person each character is played by a different person and for the most part, it's excellent. Um, I did have an issue with the presentation of Dooku because he didn't sound very Christopher Lee or even... Uh, and I should have looked it up. I can't remember who played him on uh, The Clone Wars. might have been Corey Burton. 
um, but I'm not sure on that. Um, but he, he just didn't sound like the Dooku we know. Um, and it made it sometimes difficult to differentiate him from other Jedi when um, they were having interactions because you couldn't tell who was who. Uh, it almost reminded me um, how, like in X-Men, um, oh, uh, the dude who plays young Magneto, um, he's a good actor too, I'm totally blanking on his name, how he doesn't exactly sound like Ian McKellen. Um, but really, the, the voicing of Dooku was my only concern. Uh, Asajj sounded like she does. Um, Mark Thompson did Yoda. Um, and then uh, Jonathan Davis did Qui-Gon. So, there's continuity there. And I will bring up um, a new character who was introduced in the, um, first in Master and Apprentice, but he's also in Dooku in a, a minor role. Rail Avaros, who was Dooku's first apprentice before Qui-Gon. And he, he plays a major role in Master and Apprentice. Um, I don't want to get into his backstory too much, because that's part of the fun of reading the book. Um, but he's friends with Qui-Gon, so he can sympathize with him and his uh, kind of rogue nature uh, as far as disagreeing with the council. And again, he does make an appearance in Dooku. Um, I can't remember who played him in... Cause it's an extensive cast list, but who played him in Dooku, but even though it's a brand new character, the actor in Dooku matched Jonathan Davis's performance in uh, Master and Apprentice, and I thought that was great. He comes across... Um, well, I will say... Uh, Claudia Grave, in her mind, casted Benjamin Bratt. Uh, you can look him up on IMDb um, for that role. But as I was listening and the way it was voiced, I had Stephen Lang in mind. Uh, he was um, in Avatar. He was the main bad guy. And if you watch the show Terra Nova, he was like the leader of the uh, the encampment. Yeah. So I kind of had like, you know like an older, chiseled, uh, gruff type uh, actor in mind for Rel. I, I've got to think that Rail's gonna, we're gonna see more of him because he's a fa fascinating Jedi character and uh, he he was portrayed well in both um, both of these materials where he's been been introduced. Uh, so we get to see uh, Dooku with both of his apprentices over time, and uh, in Master and Apprentice, even though it takes place about eight years before the Phantom Menace, there are flashbacks to when Qui Gon was Dooku's apprentice. So, uh, it jumps around with time uh, in a good way. Um, so we see a lot of interaction, Dooku, Qui-Gon, Rail. Another thing I really enjoyed, specifically with Dooku, and a bit in Master and Apprentice, is, I mean, we go back to when Dooku was a youngling. And his interaction with the other students and with the, like the ways they're taught and everything, it reminded me of Hogwarts. Like, and I mean this totally complimentary because it was awesome. It was like the Harry Potter version of Star Wars. Um, we didn't really get that much of it in Attack of the Clones when we had Yoda teaching that one lightsaber class to the younglings. You know, we didn't see them as much, just like hanging out and interacting and making friends and complaining about what they had to learn. That's in these uh, materials, specifically Dooku. And it is so much fun. And... Uh, that's what I want more of, is that insight into what Jedi life was like before the Sith returned. And I hope we get more of that. 
Um, so, yeah, I, I call it, uh, you know, Jedi Hogwarts, but that's exactly what it was, and it was great. Uh, so, uh, cheers to Kevin for taking that approach with it. And because it's further back in time, uh, other than Yoda, it's all, uh, all new council members. Now, in Master and Apprentice, because we're closer to the Phantom Menace, um, you hear some familiar names. Uh, Depa Balaba's in it, you know, Kanan's old master. Uh, at, uh, um, Eith Koth and other more familiar Mace Windu uh, council members, but going further back to when Dooku was an apprentice, uh, there, there's other Jedi, so you get to see how the council has changed over time. Uh, there's multiple uh, chancellors of the Republic. Um, Valorum had not yet been elected in Master and Apprentice, so there's other chancellors in both materials. Um, I think I've you know, done enough broad strokes without giving anything away. Um, it's just, it, it's both a really fascinating uh, insight into this era. And I think what it's doing is setting up Project Luminous, which um, I haven't yet done my uh, Star Wars Celebration recap episode. I'm you know, trying to get enough notes to have a very concise uh, summary of that. Um, but I had to talk about the books now that I've finished them both. But Project Luminous um, is a five-person project um, for some material coming out next year. Um, it involves both these people, Claudia Gray and Kevin Scott, and three others, uh, which I'll get into more about it um, on the Celebration Wrap-Up. But they're coming together for, it could be a multimedia thing, could just be novels and comics, because um, each of them have done a Star Wars work in, in, in the new canon most recently. Um, the the logo for Project Luminous has the Jedi symbol, um, so I've got to think it's my my guess was maybe each of them got to write one of the books that Ray takes from the library in the Last Jedi, so it's like old ancient Jedi stuff. But I'm starting to think that they're setting up Project Luminous with these two works, that it's about the the old Jedi way, the old Republic, the mystics, and you know like things like Zerka that they had to deal with in the past. Uh, I, th I think that's where um, we're heading with this. Um, and, and, you know, and like I say, Kevin said he collaborated with Claudia on this to make sure there was continuity between the two. And like I mentioned with, with the stuff with Rail, they make reference to things in the other book, but there's no scenes that it's like different point of view. Um, totally separate, but you understand exactly where you are in the timeline if you've heard or um, read both. Um, so, yeah, if this is any clue as to far as far as the continuity that we're going to get with Project Luminous, and I, I started following all the creators on Twitter, uh, it sounds very much like they're collaborating together on this to make sure everything's tight and um, continuous. It should be really fascinating. Um, so, really, that's, that's all I have to say in a non-spoiler review without getting into too much more. Again, fascinating look at an earlier era of Jedi before the Sith, even though that thought is always there that they could return. Uh, more day in the life of the Jedi uh, with the Hogwarts thing. State of the Galaxy. Um, I will say there is, uh, since I review Resistance, there there's a really cool... No 
nod to resistance in Dooku about I, I, no, you just have to listen for yourself because um, when you get to that part later in the in the audio presentation, you'll 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 understand that something's been around for a long time that resistance paid off um, or kept going. So, um, but tons of Easter eggs. Uh, get some new Darth names. Um, may have, a couple of them might have been pulled from Legends. Um, just tons of material to digest here. Uh, both these people are at the top of the game. Claudia is the preeminent novel writer of Star Wars. Kevin, I've mostly been focusing on young adult, uh, young reader stuff. Um, I mean, I, I thought about it. My son, the little Hein, that's what he's uh, had so far is Kevin's, uh, the stories he's written for Star Wars Adventures in that comic book, the Choose Your Destiny books, like the ones that went with uh, Flight of the Falcon. And, and he listened to some of this with me in the car. Because I want, you know, I wanted to get through it as soon as I could. Uh, so he got to, you know, listen to his work. Um, so, yeah, Kevin's what he knows as a Star Wars writer. Um, so they both did a great job. Um, both of these are highly recommended, and to do them both, uh, you, you can get enjoyment out of one or the other. But they go so well together, and I really think it's setting up something special next year with Project Luminous. Um, but that's all I have to say about it for now. Um, thank you for listening to this. Uh, if you're a first-time listener, um, uh, again, I mostly reviewed uh, Star Wars Resistance. I'm going to be reviewing The Mandalorian when it comes out. And I touch on other stuff every now and then, The Rise of Skywalker, of course. Um, but there's just so much good Star Wars material, I can't resist talking about other eras. Uh, but again, you can find me on... Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, at uh, Radio Dakar, R-A-D-I-O-D-Q-A-R. Uh, the podcast episodes are available on most major platforms now. Uh, you can find it through anchor.fm. Um, you can find links to uh, Apple, Google Play, Spotify, Overcast, uh, whichever ones you use. But again, thank you for listening, and go out. Uh, if you haven't already, please go out and check both of these works out, Master and Apprentice and Dooku Jedi Lost, because they are excellent Star Wars storytelling. Until I see you again, may the Force be with you.